Welcome to Find Your Momentum with Ken Course on Money 105.5 and FindYourMomentumRadio.com. Momentum is everything in business. You need to constantly generate more leads, make better sales, and create bigger results. That's what we do on Find Your Momentum. Ken Course has trained thousands of small businesses around the world, and now he's here to go to work for you. Get inspired, motivated, and in action with Ken starting right now on Find Your Momentum. All right, all right. Hello, and welcome home to me, to Sacramento, literally jumping off a plane from my friends in London in the United Kingdom, where I just delivered two events over the weekend. So excited to work with so many of you. You're here dialed in, as Real Therese would say, to find your momentum radio. We're here every Tuesday at 4 p.m., all episodes of this show, and many bonuses that we're adding very soon, showing up soon on findyourmomentumradio.com. And one One of the things that I wanted to jump right into today is I wanted to talk about community building and and specifically what I'm finding whenever I talk to entrepreneurs, and and it's a worldwide conversation for those of you who are out there. It is a worldwide conversation that, I know, newsflash, that entrepreneurs and business owners are busy. I know you never would have guessed us business owners and us entrepreneurs were busy. And what's interesting is, is that there are tools after tools after tools after tools after strategies and systems. You literally can get a strategy education or systems education from hundreds of different instructors, thousands of different instructors like us who are out there. And so what makes the difference between the people that are really successful in business and the people that really struggle in business? Because the difference isn't busy. You've heard me say a number of times on Find Your Momentum Radio, it isn't about busy. That's actually the tough part. A lot of people have this idea of the person that's unsuccessful is somehow not doing anything. The truth is the person that's unsuccessful is actually doing a lot of things. There are very few people I know who go into business and do nothing. I I haven't met them yet, and I've met thousands, tens of thousands of them around the world. The truth is, is what's being done is out of order. And so when we're looking at our mess, I like to call it when I'm talking to entrepreneurs, when you're looking at your mess, because it's all a mess, especially for those of you in small business to start, you've got to be picking what tools to use when, you've got to be picking what to prioritize where, and the difference, again, between successful entrepreneurs and unsuccessful entrepreneurs is a follow-up. I want to make that really clear. The difference between people that succeed in business and people that don't are because they follow up. It's not because they don't want to. It's not because they don't have the tools. I know plenty of people. What's interesting, I talk about Infusionsoft on the show all the time, which I think is the premier piece of marketing software for marketing automation, for tracking your database, for understanding it. I know people who gladly spend the cost of Infusionsoft every month, and they still don't follow up. So it doesn't matter just that you have the right tools. It doesn't matter that you have a nice plan drawn out. It doesn't matter even if you are using only a small percentage of the system. What matters most is that everything about your business is focused on follow-up. And why is that? Because successful businesses and successful people understand how to build and leverage community. 
And in fact, all of the conversations I've had with the hundreds of great people I met in, in the UK while I was over in London were really about community building. And in fact, in our final segment today, I'm going to bring on for one of our charitable segments, I'm going to bring on Nina Daya of Kier SMA to talk about community and how community benefits nonprofit causes and particularly her cause of Kier SMA. But the truth is, is that it all boils down to the follow-up. And, and to me and to many of my mentors that you'll hear and the thousands of speakers who will talk to you about marketing at any given time is that the gold is in your database. The truth is how you're managing your database, what your database does for you rather than expecting it to do something you know, itself or do something on its own is what really matters and how you're leveraging that community of people that you build, the community of contacts, the community of business cards, the community that you create online. That's really going to determine how quickly you can scale because how fast you can follow up is slow for the most part. For those of you, even those of you that are really truly masters of follow up, if you were to sit on the phone all day and let's just assume that you are going to bat one out of 10. You got one out of 10 people for every phone call on the phone. And every one of those conversations, you made it pretty quick. You still would only be able to reach a few hundred people in any given day, maybe a thousand people in a week if you were constantly doing it and that was all you had to do. But you heard me say at the beginning of the show, the truth is, is that you're busy. And I know that you're busy. And I know that most of you, that's not how you're handling your business. Some of you do. And some of you will struggle that way for the long term. Some of you have the opposite problem where that's all that you do. And you never get the systems in place for that reason. But they work together. They go hand in hand. And so what your database needs to do in your business is be the vital, vital tool for tracking and follow-up. And actually, there's a few simple functions that your database needs to do. And I'm going to talk about those in our second segment today to really boil down to say, what specifically should it be doing? And then, of course, based on the systems that you have, whether you're using free stuff or paid stuff, whether you're using complicated or more comp- or, or less complicated, will determine how it works. And what's true, again, especially for those of you busy entrepreneurs out there who are looking to make money or those people who have resisted it, like the people that are listening at work right now, and you've thought about starting a business or you've heard about it or you've had the idea and you haven't, is normally because you're going to try to go out with the lesser tools. You're going to try to do it for free and you're going to fall down on your follow-up. So the truth is most people don't use their databases properly and most people don't manage their follow-up properly. I can tell you, and it's been, and, and I've mentioned this also on previous episodes, that what I've learned after watching entrepreneurs and networking here in the local Sacramento area and Roseville and Rockland, and it's true all over the world as well, is that it's very, very rare that people I meet at networking events or that people that I meet around, even at events, follow up. It's always a very, very small percentage. And the marketing myth, especially for those of us that are looking at online marketing tools, looking at our database management, is that somehow because we experience marketing a certain way that everyone's getting marketed to death and that we shouldn't be aggressive about our follow-up or we shouldn't be taking our follow-up to the next level or whatever story we have. And trust me, the worst way to manage your marketing, the worst way to manage bringing new leads into your system is to base your strategy on whatever your predisposition is towards marketing. You're not marketing to yourself. 
So I know a lot of you will say, I don't want to send a lot of emails because I hate when I get a lot of emails. But the truth is your customer might need a lot of emails. Your customer might not even see those emails. I know some of you, there are very few of you in the world who are out there like me. Like I'm obsessed with having my email inbox at zero. I don't like to have any active emails. Then I look across at my producer who sits across from me who literally has something like 40,000 unread emails in her Gmail. And I realize that that's like the majority of the world. The truth is, is not that they're bothered by them. The truth is, is that they're not reading them. And so we've got to talk about how to get our follow-up more successful. When are they more likely to read them? And I know that's you out there. Some of you inbox 45,000 people that exist out there. And the truth is, is that again, it all comes down to database. You've got to have that database and have it working for you. So we're going to talk about that and community building. And then as I mentioned, we got Nina Daya coming up to talk about Cure SMA. You're dialed in to find your momentum radio on findyourmomentumradio.com and here on Money 105.5 in Sacramento and all over the internet. If you don't have the Money 105.5 app, make sure you download that. Get that for bonus features on the show and we'll be right back. Ken Course here because I know that you're serious about your results. I know that you listen to Money 105.5. You're into the Wall Street conversation. You're into the financial conversation. And let me tell you, the one thing that's going to make the difference between you and getting the goal that you want, whether it's more money, whether it's better investments, whether it's anything like that, is to get yourself educated, to get yourself around the people who are in the best conversations in the world and the top conversations. And the way to do that, totally free, right now, today, to sit at that table is yourmomentumnow.com. Strongbrook, my strategic partner, has put together an incredible platform that features some of the top experts in the world, and it grows every day for mentorship. Whether you're looking for sales, you're looking for marketing, you're looking for financial management, you're looking for planning, you're looking to add to all the great information that you get here on Money 105.5, you need to check it out. Download it totally free. You can get it mobile. You can get it on your computer and get free education every day. Get inspired, get motivated, get the strategies, and let's get making money now. YourMomentumNow.com. You're on Find Your Momentum Radio with Ken Kors on Money 105.5 and FindYourMomentumRadio.com, where it's all about your results. Sharpen your marketing, get laser-focused on your sales, and build a system to maintain momentum all the way to the bottom line. Now, back to Ken Kors. Ken Kors here every Tuesday, 4 p.m. Pacific and all over the world, I know it's midnight in the UK where I flew back from just as I got off the plane and drove over here to the Money 105.5 headquarters here in Sacramento. And so if you want to call in, you have questions, you want to dig in. I love to do coaching. I'm a business coach. I've coached with thousands of clients over the years. You want to get a question answered. You want something specific. You got to call in 866-576-1055. Or if you're up late with me in the UK or Canada or Australia or anywhere all over the world where I know you, 916-679-1820. And we're here talking about community building. And we called it, what does your database do? But the truth is, is it's about how do you follow up with your community? Because that w- that is what your database does for you. Your database is a tool that helps you manage, organize, and automate your follow-up. Did you? And I said that kind of fast, so I'm going to slow it down. Manage, organize, and automate your follow-up. Because the truth is, is that most entrepreneurs, the difference between successful and unsuccessful entrepreneurs is not hard work. In fact, I don't, I've never met an entrepreneur that's not working hard. 
And the truth is, especially for those of you that are really just getting started, like you're running a business on the side, you're working a full-time job, you're collecting a salary, collecting a paycheck, and then you're trying to put that additional 10, 20, 30 hours on top. If you're crazy like me, you work you know hundreds of hours because you love it. Whatever it is that you do, you've got to find that time. And the truth is, for a lot of you, it's all going to boil down to the follow-up and how that follow-up works. And so let's talk about specifics about what your database does and how to start managing a community. So obviously, the first step you got to ask yourself is what goes in to any database? Your data collection practices are absolutely critical. And the truth is always the more the better. For me, for example, let's look at networking events because I go to a lot of networking events here in the area. Shout out to my business impact zone peeps. I wish I could see you more often. I've been on the road a lot. But to those of you who network, you go to Toastmasters, you go to speaking events, you go to chambers of commerce, you go to all that stuff and do what you do. Data collection is key. And depending on the system you have, you only have the opportunity to collect certain pieces of data. So if you're just using your email marketing system as your database, which is a common thing I run into in the early days, you got people that just use MailChimp, or they might pay a little bit more and use something like AWeber or Constant Contact or you know any of those iContact, any of those systems. You're trying to manage your entire follow-up system and database with an email marketing system. And I want to be clear, that's not a database. Because a database and your data collection practices are not just tracking your marketing and follow-up. They're also tracking your sales progress. So you got to be tracking both. A good database is going to do both of those things for you. So the more data that you can collect, which is simply the information on that person, the things you know about them, what they like, what they need, what they care about, what their priorities are right now, the better. So when I'm out networking, I use a database called Infusionsoft. I mentioned that earlier. And they have a phenomenal tool that I love, which is called Snap. It allows me to take a picture of a business card, and it immediately puts them into my database. It sends them to a little review screen. So while I'm there, I'll get you know 50 business cards an event, I'll snap them all in. And a lot of you who've gotten those snaps are my listeners of, of the Find Your Momentum radio show because you get my emails telling you what's going on on the radio show and what trainings we're offering. And the truth is that normally just comes from a stack of business cards. And then what I do is also include notes. So on the other side of that card, I'm always writing notes to talk about who are you, what were your problems, and, and figure out more about how I can serve you in my business. And I would advise all of you to be doing that data, good data in means positive follow-up results. The more that you can put about what you know and what you care about and what you learned about that person and how to continue that conversation, the better. Because the worst thing I can tell you and why so many people opt out of lists or they get out of conversation is they start having some inconsistent conversation after they've met somebody and then they follow up with something that's totally unrelated. So if you meet me in a networking event, you're going to hear that I'm the host of FindYourMomentumRadio.com on Money 105.5 here in Sacramento. You're going to hear me talk about what I do, what I teach, this, the workshop. I put on. That's what you're going to hear me talk about there. And then when you get an email from me or you hear from me in my follow-up system or we or I call you, that's going to be the same conversation. It's probably going to be something about one of those three things. What too many people do and mismanage is they don't put good data into their database. So a lot of times what the worst things people can do is just put in contact info into the database. So just put a name, phone number, and email. Then if you have to go back you know, a couple weeks later after an email or two and look at that person or call that person, you don't have any of their data. Even worse, you don't have how they've behaved since then. So the better data collection you've got in the, in the beginning 
And the more that you collect and track in the beginning, the better. If you don't track it, you don't have the ability to manage it. You don't have the ability to measure it. And so that takes us to step two, because we talked about data collection, which data collection is where we're starting. It's what do you get and how is it coming into the system? And then you've got to start immediately from that point forward, the goal of everything that happens in your database from that point forward becomes list segmentation. And even taking that to a further level, you want to call that interest segmentation because at that point all follow-up becomes is behavior management it becomes you learning about what your follow-up is is telling you about the customer so here's an example the first step when I might sign someone up from that snap campaign I talked about and they get an email about me is I send them an email and then right from there I have something that I can measure or I have something at this point is the golds in your database there and then you got to be saying to yourself all right did they even open that email or not so if I send that email and they opened it or not then I have an indicator if they opened it chances are they're ready for more conversation or they're serious about that conversation if they don't open it they may not be as serious so at that point now list segmentation or interest segmentation tells me I have one of two things so let's go down one tree let's say they really are interested in it they open the email they clicked on the link for findyourmomentumradio.com they're super interested and now I know that they're interested in that conversation so normally in, in a short period of time that I call the hot zone I'll normally call it the hot zone after anybody takes an action I'm gonna send I'm gonna be sure to be following up a bit more diligently during that period so I might make sure that I connect with them based on their interests immediately so I use that simple example and I know that first email I send is about the radio show. Check out the radio show. So they're going to be directed to previous episodes. They're going to hear about what's coming up next week. They're going to hear about who the guests are on the show. They're going to know more about the radio show to maintain their interest, especially in that hot zone of 48 to 72 hours. If they don't, now I understand that it's my job to figure out, hey, what conversation did you want to have? What was it that you did want from me? And then from that place, I start to gather data about their interests. Everything from that point is gathered by their interests. And beyond that, I don't have the ability to just randomly try to shotgun and spitfire sales or offers or those types of things to figure it out. The second I start trying to figure out what my customers want by just randomly selling me things is the second I'm going to have a lot of mismanagement in my database and I'm going to lose a lot of people. So segmentation is really finding out and tracking the customer's interest and your lead's interest over time. So you've got to make sure that in your process, regardless of what system you're using, that there are some methods to start moving people into different areas of your process based on how they indicate their interest. So think of it as decision trees. I'll tell people all the time, the best way to do this or to think about this when you're thinking about your customer experience is literally to whiteboard it out or sit there with a sheet of paper. Or you know, if, you're, if you are techie, use a drawing, use like a glyphy or something like that that allows you to start to organize what should that experience look like and where are the decision points where you're going to start segmenting them by interest because all of those people are in a different conversation. They're moving into different areas of conversation with you again why I talk about Infusionsoft so much because I love them and the truth is is that it's a great way to be able to do that and then from that point now I've already kind of mentioned it but I'm gonna call it out specifically at that point then I've got to start measuring so measurement is the third thing my database has to do so not only do I just get to put data in not only do I then start marketing that those people or marketing my contacts 
Then I've got to start segmenting them by their interest. And finally, I've got to measure what's happening. So I've got to know who's going down what path. Who were the people that were really interested in the radio show? Who were the people that weren't and that were interested in some other conversation? And what conversations were they interested in? Specifically, what type of content were they drawn to, if any? What type of what type of things were the specific things that they were raising their hand to say, yeah, this is what I want. So I want to cover those four again because what your database does, it collect you collect the data. So you bring in the data and you have good process around that. So collect data. The second one is is you start you use it for contact management. You start contacting people, whether email marketing, follow up, any of those things. So you gotta you gotta uh, use it for contact. Then in the next place, you've got to start segmenting those leads by interest. So you've got to say, based on what they do or what they decide or what they view, I'm going to have a more specific and tailored conversation. And then finally, from that place, you're going to measure. You're going to say, all right, I'm going to start measuring which decisions they make and how they make them. Now, here's what I always run into at this point, and this was true in London as well, and it's especially true for my international folks in Australia, because all you guys love to have a chat, you want to have a conversation, you want to have a meeting over coffee, and that's what a lot of us do anyway. And what I find amazing is that the people that are often the best people at relationships, so those are people that are old school, the people that are out at networking meetings, the people that are out constantly on their phone that I referenced earlier, the people that are old school tend to be the best at relationship management. They're the people that remember your birthdays and they remember what's going on and they know they know hundreds if not thousands of people and can keep track of all of them. And what I also notice about many people like that, including some of my clients that I work with at this point, is that those are often the people that have the most chaotic and horrible databases. Their system is totally out of order. It's totally misdesigned. And that means that they're walking, that a lot of you out there that are like that, your communicators, your great networkers, your great people that are out there, are walking away from six to seven, sometimes even eight figures, just by harnessing that database. If you just harnessed it and even hired it to make sure that you had somebody on the team that was managing your follow-up system, that can be a huge move for your business. And a lot of people that do relationship don't do tech well. And conversely, a lot of people that do tech well and can do really well at the scientific side of what I described. There are people that are great, you'll hear them call themselves funnel builders or marketing specialists or any of that stuff, are people that are really good of laying out the blueprint, that kind of engineering of, all right, if this, then that, and did they open my email, and then what happens? Those people don't often tend to be the greatest relationship people. So what I find amazing is first of all why more of those people don't team up and i think the big reason behind it is a lot of people on the technical side aren't as social or relationship oriented as those people on the relationship building side or the lead generation side but the truth is both elements are equally important you want to continue to build and grow and maintain relationship you want to collect contact data and you want to have a system that's organized in your database or in your marketing system as a whole you can call it database or you can call it your marketing system as a whole that allows you to collect it, segment it, and measure it. And what I also know to be true, especially when it comes down to follow-up, is how most people think about marketing. Is It's always about going out and getting the new lead, finding the fresh prospect, getting the fresh person. And the truth is, is that more most of you, and I'm sure this is true for most of you listening that have been in business for any period of time, are generating between 20 and 50 leads a month 
from your networking events, from your community events, from referrals, you're probably out there generating leads somewhere. And the reason that money's not coming in at the degree that you want is because you don't have this database stuff figured out. You don't have this follow-up system in place in play. And so the follow-up system portion of it is absolutely critical because it doesn't take a ton of leads into the system to do it. And then the nurturing phase of marketing, really understanding how you continue to maintain those relationships is where the money's really made. It isn't huge money on just building giant databases. It's not enough just to build giant databases. In fact, look at Facebook, who it took years and years and years of monetize, to monetize the largest database in the world. And even with the largest database of client interest information and client user information in the world, you know they're still often trumped by Apple and Google. So just throw out that example that it's not just enough to have the contact information. It's not just enough to have the big stack of cards for those of you who are out there being great relationship people. The follow-up is critical and crucial as well. And so that's what your database needs to be doing. And we're going to move into our third segment after the, after the bottom of the hour here and really start talking about this a little bit more and talking about a building your ideal customer experience. Because for some of you, the next step is to say, all right, I hear this stuff about what my database does and what my database needs to do. And now I've got to understand a little bit more about that experience side. And then we're going to talk about an example of doing it really well, especially in service to something great with Nina Daya from Cure SMA to talk about how she does it for her nonprofit cause, which is a really important cause you need to know about. Find your momentumradio.com every Tuesday, 4 p.m. I am Ken Course on Money 105.5 Sacramento. From the Big Mountain Heating, Air, and Solar Traffic Center, Charlie Simons. Mostly cloudy tonight, mostly sunny tomorrow, mostly cloudy tomorrow night, and then a 20% chance of showers for Thursday, especially in the foothills and the mountains. Not much, but it's something. And it's 77 degrees right now in the River City. We've got a, a, an earlier problem. 99 heading southbound right at Florin Road. The off-ramp was even closed for a bit. It's been reopened, but the slow travel remains. It's stop and go all the way, picking it up onto the Business 80 portion of the Capital City Freeway and also the 50 portion of the Cap City Freeway, both being adversely affected by the problems on 99. I-5 is a much better choice if you're trying to get to Elk Grove. That's how you're driving. I'm Charlie Simons. Here's a Whitaker file, sir. Um, Carol. Yes? Something's changed. You can feel it? You used to bring the coffee. And you used to drink it. We had a great run. Oh my, are you gonna say we're, we're through? through? How am I gonna find the perfect employee to fill your shoes? Not so hard. All you have to do is log on to sacramentohelpwanted.com. What? Where? Who? I'll tell you SacramentoHelpWanted.com. You can post a job in minutes and start getting resumes immediately and find the perfect local employee. How am I ever gonna live without you? Sir, you'll live just fine. Frankly, I am tired of singing eight hours a day. The best place to find a qualified local employee? SacramentoHelpWanted.com. Long name, amazing results. 
Money 105.5 has a new show featuring experienced elder law attorney Justin M. Gilbert. He answers questions regarding estate planning, changes to trust law, Medi-Cal, veterans benefits, protecting your property from the cost of long-term care, and other topics the insurance companies do not want you to know about. Listen every Tuesday morning at 10 on Money 105.5 or contact Justin at 916-932-2108. 932-2108 or go to justinmgilbert.com and listen to Legacy Planning Radio every Tuesday morning at 10 on Money 105.5. What's that? It's my next radio app, and this is Live Guide. I get to see what local FM stations are playing right here in town. I can see what songs are playing on FM radio and tap the one I want to listen to. Poof, it starts playing live with no delay. Wow. I can also save and buy songs, post what I'm listening to on social media, and even interact with the stations, including contests, all right here on my next radio app. Don't miss your favorite sporting events, music, news, whatever. Skip the buff buffer, skip buffering, and get the free next radio app today. Next radio Do shopping online and using public Wi-Fi make you vulnerable to identity theft? Does giving out your social security number put you at risk? Is your dog at risk of identity theft? Yes, yes, and no. Your dog has absolutely nothing to worry about. But we do live in a world that can expose a lot of personal information, and that can lead to having your identity stolen and losing everything you've worked for. That's why at LifeLock, we use proprietary technology to detect a wide variety of threats. And unlike free credit monitoring services, we have a dedicated U.S.-based staff to help restore your identity if it ever is compromised. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But if you ask yourself whether you're worth protecting with the best, isn't the answer a resounding yes? Plans start at $9.99 a month, and now you can get 10% off. Go to lifelock.com and use promo code NEWS. Ken Kors here to talk about your momentum and specifically your business momentum. And business momentum means one thing, and that's money, 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 what we talk about here on Money 105.5. And I want to give you a tool that you can use right now that goes beyond what you listen to here on the network on Money 105.5, and it's called YourMomentumNow.com. My friends, my partners at Strongbrook are developing a platform that brings the top experts in the world, and I do mean the top experts in the world, to give away programs that they would normally sell for hundreds if not thousands of dollars completely free. That's right, completely free. You can check them out. You can try before you buy. You can find new mentors. You can learn new skills. You can do what you need to do to start putting more zeros at the end of the at the end of your bank account. And what that means is that you need more momentum in your business. Now, I don't know what you need, but I know that there is the content and the experts and the mentors there for you. All you got to do, reach out, take your opportunity, totally free, no obligation. Check it out. Get educated. Get motivated. Get inspired. Your MomentumNow.com. What do you need for your business? Want to get more out of your marketing, sales, and your team? That's what we do here on Find Your Momentum Radio with Ken Course on Money 105.5 and FindYourMomentumRadio.com. Now back to Ken Course. It's Find Your Momentum Radio. We're here in the bottom half every Tuesday, 4 p.m. Pacific and Sacramento. Currently 12.30 a.m. Wednesday. 
London, UK time. Where I just flew back from, I was in two events over there doing some trainings for entrepreneurs. I was very grateful to represent Live Out Loud over on behalf of the Raymond Aaron group. We were talking about book publishing and talking about creating your own economy. And then we moved on to have an internal event for our big table community over there in the London area. And they were amazingly engaged for those of you that were there at that event. Really talking about making money, talking about your business, talking about building community, which is the key to success. Because people ask all the time, where does the money come from in my business? And the answer is always other people. And so if you're falling down in your business or, or you're, if you're even just figuring out where am I going to make an extra $100 this month or where am I going to make an extra $500 that month, it's going to come from another person and it's going to be coming from follow-up. It's going to be coming from follow-up process. And then your goal over time for those of you who are brand new like that is to start creating systems around that follow-up process. So those of you that are really sophisticated out there, you're listening and you have an established business and you want to keep driving the needle upward, that means these follow-ups systems get more and more refined and specifically your database is where all the action is happening your database which is your collection of names phone numbers emails history behavior data and notes about every client is what should be happening and functioning in your database at this point and in our last segment if you missed it which you can find on findyourmomentumradio.com where you get this in every replay we talked about the specifics of what your database should do which is collect the data segment by interest and then measure and then that measurement is going to tell you a lot about building a customer experience and really specifically that's what we're all trying to do people don't buy products or services i know that's an odd statement for those of you who are out there and particular businesses you might think of yourself as a as a vendor that provides a product or service but the truth of it is is that people buy experiences i do this example in a lot of my workshops where i talk about pricing differences and why certain things in certain industries can be priced so much more even if they're not a more quality product or even if they're not the top of their industry but they're priced more because of a promised experience and so there's lots of talk and and marketing jargon where we talk about ideal customer experience and the truth is you just got to be asking yourself how do you understand more about what your customer wants and how do you give it to them that's the truth and all of your systems and all of the great technology in the world is just serving to create better and better experiences both for you as well as your audience and the truth is when you create better systems for yourself use better tools use better technology you put more into yourself including education i talk about yourmomentumnow.com all the time on the commercials for the show what's interesting about that is putting money and effort and time into yourself is just as valuable of an investment and then the tools and resources that you put into your business help make it easier for you to create better experiences for your clients and for your leads. And then the systems that you put on the front end to manage or automate pieces of that experience make it even more critical. And so first of all, you got to ask yourself, who is the person that you want to work with? And it doesn't matter whether it's a product, whether it's a service, no matter what you're trying to do. The first thing you've got to start looking at is who's the market for that product? Who are the people that you really want to be in relationship with? And when you're in relationship with them, what are they doing with you? Now, all of you should have a very clear, simple answer for that. And you can dig into it even further. There's lots of things you can do um, when we talk about target market, which is something I know we're going to talk about a lot on the show. But the truth of it is, is that for most of you, 
You don't have that clarity around the relationships. You meet people and you should know from the very beginning. Like I know when I meet Realtor Reese and I see him walking out of the studio, I know what he's doing. He's going to sell a house or he's going to teach me about real estate. That's what he's going to do. I meet Lenny Sanson on the network. He's going to teach me about how to get mentally and physically fit. I meet Jim Chong and all the people over at Rush Hour. They're going to inspire me. They're going to teach me about leadership. They're going to teach me about money management. I know what they're going to do. And for a lot of you, that level of clarity not only has to be reflected in your conversation, it's got to be reflected in every conversation you have. And also, it has to be reflected in your database. It has to be reflected in your systems, in the data that you collect. And so you have to be looking at your experience saying, how do my systems reflect the type of experience I'd want my client to have? And in our last segment, I also mentioned that you can't Cannot, cannot, the golden rule of marketing. I'm gonna throw this out. And I and I'm and I make up a new golden rule of marketing. I should have a website that's just called the golden rule of marketing, and it's constantly changing because it's just me constantly making up a new golden rule of marketing. But today's golden rule of marketing for this show today is that you never, never, never create a marketing system based around what you want or how you would want to be marketed. It's the worst thing you can do, absolute worst thing. Do not ever do that. Don't build your marketing system around what you want. Your customers aren't you, and they shouldn't be you. If you're selling to yourself, you're probably going to have a hard time, unless you're buying enough for yourself to keep yourself in business. But for the most part, your customers want the experience that they want. They have the relationship to the product or service that they have, and you don't get to tell them what that is. You can simply put it out there and start measuring and refining and getting more precise and creating based on what you know. Now, there are great ways that you can do market research and great tools that you can figure out how to tap into markets a little bit better. Of course there is. But the truth is, is it's all about the experience and that starts and ends in your database, especially the more sophisticated your database gets. So what happens in each process as the customer begins working with you? Because it's actually a pretty specific series of steps and I'm actually gonna give you those steps right now. And I mean, the education that you get in this room, what's amazing is on the show and on Money 105.5, those of you that listen to these shows, I want you to take action. Whether that action is get in touch with me, it's call into the show and get some coaching, ask some questions. Like a lot of you out there need are getting the education. And if you listen to the shows on findyourmomentumradio.com and you listen to the coming weeks and you do them, take action on them. Call into the show, 866-576-1055, and ask your question or find out more. So let's talk about that experience. Communication is step one. Obviously, communication is where it all starts. We've got to communicate. The second part is request. So we make a request of some kind. Even if that request is hand me your business card all the way through to check out this website, check out this video, check out this content or this blog post. Then what happens is they take an action. So they take an action at that point. They either take your business card or don't. They either give you a business card or don't. And then there's the reaction. So I'm going to give those four phases again. Communication, request, action, reaction. Because in a client experience or a customer experience, those are the four steps of every piece of the process. Communication, request, action, reaction. So when you're asking yourself about that ideal customer experience, the ideal thing that happens to your market or your perfect customer, the perfect response, everything you build out from that point now is based around those four steps. What is the communication and how are they being communicated with? Phone, email, mobile, you know, social, whatever, communication. Request. 
What are you requesting of them? Do you want them to see something? Do you want them to do something? Do you want them to read an email? Do you want them to watch a video? What is it that you want them to do? And then based on that request, what action do they take? So do they open the email? Do they watch the video? Do they do the thing? And then finally, what will be your reaction to their actions? So based on what they do, what's the next step is the easiest way to say it. And then for some of you, the reaction might mean more on the plate or more communication or the action might mean a little bit less or taking them in a different direction to find out more about what they want. And so as we enter into our final segment, I want to get practical with this. And I'm going to bring on our charitable guest for this for this show. And her name is Nina Daya of Cure SMA. I want her to talk about her business and her cause. She's putting together an amazing event for the community that you all need to be a part of. Coming up soon, we'll talk about all the details in the next segment here on findyourmomentumradio.com. Again, I am Ken Kors here with you every Tuesday, 4 p.m. Talking about marketing, talking about sales, talking about putting some more cash in your bank account, which I know you want, you need, and I know it's possible for you. And you can always call us 866-576-1055, get some coaching, ask some questions, hang out. We'll be right back. Businesses live and die with momentum. My name is Ken Course, and I'm the founder of ExploreMomentum.com. And what ExploreMomentum.com does is it transforms your relationship to your business, specifically how many people are coming in, how much money is coming in, and how you're growing the entire time. And what we do using shows like FindYourMomentumRadio.com, using online education, using in-person education, consulting, creating marketing campaigns, and all the things you would imagine, our goal is to help you have a more successful business, have a more fulfilled life, and truly continue down a growth path fast. Growth for most businesses is slow, and this is why the statistics show more and more small businesses go out of business in the first 10 years, and it continues to grow. It went from 7 out of 10 five years ago in the studies to 8 out of 10. Do not be a small business casualty. Get your marketing right. Get your sales right. Get momentum. Grow faster. ExploreMomentum.com. You're back with Find Your Momentum Radio and Ken Course on Money 105.5 and FindYourMomentumRadio.com. Let's get passionate and inspired about your business, your community, and your results. We're here to help you get motivated and get creative on your marketing, sales, and systems. Now, back to Ken Course. Ken Course shifting gears here for our last segment. Really happy to bring on a guest and talk about a charitable cause. Charity is a huge part of what I do in giving back. I devoted my life to nonprofit services for the first eight years of my career. And I'm here with Nina Daya of Cure SMA. You know what, Nina, as I bring you on the show, you're a person that you're at all the things I go to and we never get to the same event. So I know you've met <laughs> Lindsay, my producer, a number of times, but you're at Business Impact Zone, you're at the Rotary meetings, you're everywhere. And it just shows me how hard you work for your cause, which is Cure SMA. So what is Cure SMA? Tell me a little bit about what you do. Thanks, Ken. I'm so honored to be part of your show. Well, basically, Cure SMA is the nonprofit that I support as a member. So um, this is really coming from a love of what they do. They've been around since 1984, and they're a chapter system. So they're in many of the United States, and they also have a reach globally as well. And basically, they're dedicated to the treatment and cure of 
spinal muscular atrophy, uh, the acronym is SMA. Yes. And yes. basically that disease takes away a person's ability to walk, eat, and breathe. So it's considered the number one genetic cause of death for infants. Pretty wow. grim, and it's a very serious motor neuron disease. Right, and so QRSMA, tell me some of the things that they do in the organization to expand the research or learn more about SMA. Now that's a great question. I was curious myself, and um, being a mother of a child diagnosed with SMA, I really didn't know what I was in for until I went to one of their conferences that they host every year for families. And um, basically, QRSMA focuses on basic research, drug trials, clinical trials and clinical care to support families. And that's extremely important with a rare orphan disease like SMA. So by going to a conference, a family can really get that standard of care information they need to ensure that their child, no matter what type they have, uh, that they are successful in you know, giving them the support that they need at that early age. Yeah, absolutely. And in this conversation, one of the things I I know from working with many, many small businesses is we all want to give back, especially when you see in a situation like that where it's so debilitating and devastating, especially not just for the child, but for the parent. So I can only, I can tell now why you're so dedicated to what you do and, and being out in the community. And so I know you got a big event coming up and I want to give you a good chance and, to really promote it and talk about it. So tell me about the event you're working on. Okay. Well, it's different every year. Nice. <laughs> and I think, uh, you know, you hit on some great points with marketing Um, I think I'm a relationship builder versus that marketeer with the love of databases. Yes, exactly. So I might need to hire you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. (laughs) Um, Yes, I know. I I kind of felt like you were talking to me when you were going over your program. Right. um, Our event is October 17th. That's a Saturday. Okay. In beautiful William Land Park. Okay. Um, And we host our events there most years. This year is a bit special because we are on the verge of a breakthrough. Uh, We actually are to clinical trials for SMA. It's a very exciting phenomenon that no one is talking about. Well, we'll talk about it. I'm really blessed to have, you know, this publicity for SMA in particular. So Stanford has clinical trials that are ongoing now, and there's other centers all over the United States where there's clinical trials. Very exciting, very important to get that word out there. Um, Also, part of our focus with the event is, of course, to raise awareness, to let families know there are tests, uh, screening tests that they can take if they're considering um, family, you know, extending their family. It's also very important. So there is a lot of hope for those uh, newly diagnosed families um, and even for those like myself, which have been, you know, on this journey for a good nine years now. Absolutely. So during the event, we're going to have uh, a vendor fair. Uh, we're going to have um, the dinger from River Cats um, nice. come and do photos, and we have superheroes. They're a very special set of superheroes that are actually a nonprofit we're partnering with. These superheroes are incredible because they go into hospitals and really, you know, um, lift children's spirits. We have the Sacramento um, Fire Department supporting us in the beginning of the morning. And there's just 
going to be a DJ. There's so many people helping with this event. It's certainly not just me putting it on. There's many, many hands. That's excellent. Here. You know, one of the things I know, I, I as I mentioned earlier in the show, I my career started in nonprofit, and I actually spent eight years managing a nonprofit. And I know the amazing thing about nonprofits, and and that a lot of people in the public don't know, is that when you donate to a nonprofit agency like Cure SMA or like Family Resource Center or any any nonprofit agency, that money goes to the clients. And then the money that's the, the, the very little percentage of funds, which is normally 1% or 2%, depending on the agency, is what actually goes back into actually supporting the organization. It goes back into supporting itself. But the majority of funds you donate to any charity, charitable organization, especially like you where you're local or you're running it yourself, you're volunteering that time and you're volunteering that energy and the marketing energy. And so how do you, you mentioned you're a relationship builder. How do you keep up right now currently with the donors and the volunteers and, and manage these types of event year after year? <laughs> I laugh because <laughs> I, need, I need to improve. Right. Ken, I need your help. All right. <laughs> um, actually, you know, it is getting a little unmanageable. I've really been surprised by the growth of the event, um, but I could do better. Sure. And so I've been considering trying to change up my strategy. Uh, right now, I'm word of mouth. Uh, social media sites like Facebook have been uh, really, really helpful to me. Right. Um, so I attack it from a few different advantages, but automation is important. Right now, the nonprofit is really taking over the like the reporting part, the emails and things like that that you've mentioned. Yes. Um, however, I think it is important to be able to add to that. And even though I am a member, I am trying to figure out what my next step is strategically in terms of using social media and getting ahead of the curve and getting those big sponsors. So that's kind of right now what I'm on the cusp of doing. Well, and most people don't realize, you know, well, except for the people that I talk to that are teachers or in nonprofit at this point and deal with it, that you really are responsible for being the one-stop shop. Like you not only have to get the funding and get the grants and get the partnerships and get the sponsors and put the space together and put the events together. And then all this business running stuff comes on top of it. Then you hear me on the show and you're like, oh, it just reminds me of all the things I have to do. (laughs) It's like, no. So here's the truth. You know, a lot of you out there listening right now who want to help the organization and help it grow can help with this problem. And so on October 17th, she mentioned the event. So all of you need to go and register for it. I'm going to post Post the link with the show replay on findyourmomentumradio.com, and and you also have an event on here, but I'll make an easier one. Just write on findyourmomentumradio.com, get there later today, get registered for the walk and roll. It's on October 17th. And it's sponsored by Cure SMA. And so your donations and your time, a lot of you out there who have time to give, you have um, you know, the ability to donate something. Nina Daya would love your help, and it would make a big difference for kids with SMA. And thank you so much for coming on our show today. Thank you so much, Ken. I appreciate it. Really appreciate it. And what an amazing cause. And and to me, this is the stuff that when people say, why make more money? It isn't just in service of making more money. It isn't just about putting more zeros at the end of your bank account so you can buy nicer cars, even though that's a nice side effect of making more money. But the truth is, everybody that listens out there, you've got to do it because you've got a cause, whether that cause is your community or whether that cause is SMA. And a lot of you who need a cause right now need to get out and start supporting causes 
classes and see what that does for your life and your community. Because all of you that need to meet people should meet each other at Cure SMA at the Walk and Roll on the 17th. Get to know each other and, and really give back to the community like Nina does. And trust me, they need the help in nonprofit. And nonprofit, one of the things that is amazing about it, the word they use for marketing, and I teach this a lot as we start to wrap up today, is is outreach. You'll hear the word outreach substituted for marketing pretty often. And outreach typically just means marketing with bad systems because they don't have team, they don't have people to afford them, they need donations, they need support. So whatever you can offer to Cure SMA, the easiest way is get to findyourmomentumradio.com, get registered for the walk and roll. Again, October 17th, you heard Nina talk about everything that's there. Get connected with her on Facebook, Nina Daya, D-A-Y-A. And we'll see you here again next week, findyourmomentumradio.com. We're here every week to talk about sales, marketing, your causes, coaching, all those things. Every Tuesday, 4 p.m., Money 105.5, findyourmomentumradio.com. I'm Ken Kors. Thanks for being with me here today, and we'll see you next week.